seen him in a while but um, he's an artist yeah because well. he doesn't call because I don't call I'm okay. extremely busy but uh, yeah so I just recently moved to this place is uh, we're able to, uh, to actually have a space to do the podcast so uh, the po- podcast name it's all in my it's all in my Alrighty, so we're recording so we're here with my uh, my cousin Jonathan. I haven't seen him in a while, but um, he's an artist. Yeah, because well. he doesn't call. Because I don't call. I'm okay. extremely busy. But uh, yeah, so I just recently moved to this place. Is uh, we're able to uh, to actually have a space to do the podcast. So uh, the po- podcast name, if you haven't already checked it out, it's uh, Paint Trips. So yeah, let's get started. So pretty much, you're not going to see our face. You're just going to see us kind of sketch around and talk. Um, so yeah, let me, let me let's just catch up. Um, all right, so your career, or at least what you're studying, is what exactly? Engineering. Engineering, awesome. Okay, cool. So yeah, because it's always been uh, dumb. You know, he's been good with... Uh, like electrical stuff, mechanical stuff. He worked at a CNC machinery shop for what two years? Two three years? Three. Yeah. So pretty much what he would do is uh, actually, why don't you why don't you explain it? I swept the floors. <laughs> all right, all right. You swept the floors. Um, what else? What else? Uh, I started off there. I swept the floors, and then. Uh, had me learn how to run the machines, and so I learned from the programmer how to do the setup, so I could keep the parts running when the programmer wasn't around. And eventually, I, on my own, I decided I wanted to learn how to program, so I started studying the, the program itself, how to do it, so I could do the programming. So when his uh, Programmer screwed up. <laughs> you would fix it. <laughs> well, I took over the position. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so, when it comes to the program, um, it's not like a computer program, right? It's not like fucking you open a window and you run something or like Photoshop or anything. How, how do those programs kind of go about? You had to draw a part in two dimensions. Usually two dimensions, although it was a complicated part, you had to do it in three dimensions. And then you had to figure out, okay, what the material is going to look like before you actually started to cut it mm-hmm. so that you could put proper dimensions in. And then you would go in and tool pad it so that it would produce the parts you wanted. Oh, sure, okay. Um, so, all this stuff you learned at that shop? Yeah. Okay. And the programmer taught you, or it was just kind of you just viewed, you kind of just saw him, how he kind of did it? And then he didn't teach me nothing. He helped out. He kept all his secrets because he didn't want to be replaced. Yeah. Yeah, I hate people are like that. Man. Well, you're trying to learn that way. Yeah, you're trying to learn, and then I, you know, 
and I will in a second. I mean, I understand that, you know, it took you a long time to learn this, but I mean, if, if you're, if you're confident in your ability, I don't see why it's such a big deal to teach someone. I mean, obviously you're not going to teach them in depth where it's like stuff you had to learn with experience, but it, it just seems like you're, like you're greedy in a sense. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I remember when I started at, at, my, at a, my warehouse job, you know, it's literally opening, you know, locating pallets and you know, moving pallets around. And I would like kind of look over the guy and be like, oh, hey, how do you locate this? Or how do you locate that? And he wouldn't teach me. I was like, dude, why won't, why won't you teach me? Like, you can get this order done so much quicker and kind of teach me, you know? Yeah. This way it's not just you, like, locating this stuff figuring this stuff out and I guess the simple fact was he just wanted to sit at the fucking desk if he taught me yeah yeah Yeah. and it's just like it's crazy because I see him I see him every other day at work and I'm in a I don't I don't laugh at him (laughs) I don't laugh at him but dude like He's still working in the same position there. That proves right there. Yeah. Obviously, and it's you like, put some dude, thought into it. You're laughing to him. <laughs> it's not to laugh, but it's to, like, dude, like, shit like this happens or you don't move up because you're so stuck on what you're doing. You're so stuck on this. You're, you're like, oh, this is mine. I'm going to protect it. I'm not going to teach nobody. But then you're not also going out and learning other shit. You know, you're not going out and doing what you're preventing other people to do, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna gonna learn, blah, 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 because you're so focused on fucking keeping this, I don't know, that's, that's the way I see it, like, dude, if you would've, if you'd be a bit more open and focused on other areas of the fucking, of the company, other areas of the the job, you would not just be sitting fucking there, you know, you'd be in a different position, and it's just dumb. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not, funny funny but it, it is like dude that's what you get it's that's what funny. you get yeah that's what you get you know <laughs> that's definitely what you get for, for I think it's, it's more like you help everybody grow and you grow with them so if you don't want to help anybody grow then of course you're not going to grow exactly yeah definitely and it's funny because like now in my current job like, there's Four guys in the United States that can do like and okay. So explain. Hold on. Um, so your company has other locations. No. Oh, okay. So well, actually, no. I think they might be do, but they're just stores. Okay, but they only have like two. So what do you mean by in the U.S.? Because there's two or three other guys in the U.S. that are trained to do what I've done. What I do, and uh, I mean, that's it. There's no one else trained or certified to do what we do, and uh, and a lot of people. I mean, of course, they try and they, they manage to make it work sometimes, but it's more often than not you end up calling one of us, and uh, generally, if, if one of them can't solve it, then you call me because I'm the one that. Learn most from the the guys, you know, like, like one of the guys. He's a, he's really good. 
but he doesn't know like the current generation of machines. So oh, okay. You can't call him if you have the new stuff. And if you do, you know, he's going to call me constantly asking him on the way to the course, and you know, I don't mind helping him. It means I don't have to deal with the customers like going out there, which I don't mind either. I love to travel, but mm-hmm. I mean, for the customer's sake, you know, it's, like, it's not going to be as cheap for me to travel to the East Coast when you have a guy that's already over there. Sense. So a lot of some of your customers are outside of the West Coast, so they're yeah, East Coast, Midwest, okay. and it's for um, just so you guys know where he where he works at, at least what, what the company does. It's like a a framing company, right? No, it's a basket company. They deal with like staples and nails and all that. My machines I work on are for frame, framing. Mm-hmm. That's not what the company's about. It's just a small part. Oh shit! So the the major part of the company's um, in, in, income yeah, is from fashion. Oh shit! Oh, okay, but um, I remember you telling me you um, you deal with a lot of uh, framing framing machines that like yeah, frame. That's, that's all I do. For oh okay okay. And it works out really good because like, like you know I like doing conventions and stuff. Oh yeah. And uh, when I get like posters or whatever, and get them signed by the artist, you know, people come back and some people go and buy their 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 frames from Walmart or Target or Michaels, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I go and I go to these these frame shops that they do the, the custom stuff, and since I fix their machines for them, I to drop off a hat, you know, I, I make sure to take care of them. We don't charge them ridiculous prices. I get all kinds of nice custom frames done for free. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. So, uh, I remember last time last time we spoke, you told me about uh, meeting a couple artists at these conventions, and they actually gave you, like, prints, right? Some of their prints and stuff? Yeah. And um, they just gave it to you just because, you know, you talked to them, or, or how, what was this about? Like, did you purchase them, or they were just like... Dude, you're cool. I'm gonna do something nice. I don't think I've ever purchased anything from those kind of artists. Oh, tight. See, that's from cool. The comic conventions and stuff. It's a different story. Oh yeah, that's that's everybody, man. Yeah. You know, from like the, the places that I go to, where you have the artists, you know, and they're displaying their stuff in art galleries and all that. Oh man, they don't hesitate. Oh man, you're the one that keeps my my stuff framed and keep going again. Oh, what do you want? I, I, I love that aspect of you know art where it's like you being an artist yourself like you understand how much work goes into art and stuff so when like, people network and you know prints are exchanged or gifts are given through, through artwork and prints and stuff like that it's like you understand that it's not as simple as giving someone a fucking printed piece of paper it's like this person spent money, spent time creating that, and obviously, if they're giving it to you, it's, it's not a fucking piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love that about like art and artists and just the networking aspect of it. Like, I don't know. I've, I've met I've met a lot of artists, a lot of artists in conventions. Obviously, not conventions like yours, where it's like. Uh, it was like fighting the majority of these framing stuff. And I remember you, you always tell me, like, you do, you got all these framing conventions. Like, artists, they're yeah, artists. Because, like, you go there and you meet, 
there's artists there just showcasing all their art, you know, and then, and, and I mean, I, I don't know, a lot of, I would say artists don't realize how much the frame contributes to the artwork. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, like, I, I have a, I just left a poster with a, a guy to do frame for me because he did a previous one for me and he like he was very specific to get he did uh, double mat boards and the frame and he made sure that the certain mat boards made certain colors in the picture pop oh, so sick. I mean it, it, it really changed it's not the look it's of not the just picture. a fucking normal black yeah. frame yeah 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 that up oh, so matting matting is the outside border right right the outside border so it's like is it underneath the print or on top of the print? It's on top. Oh, okay. See, that's 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 that fancy shit right there. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And then you get like the shadow boxing and all that. Uh, so oh, it makes yeah. it look like your picture's floating. Uh, and they, they, some of the things I've seen, it's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, my drawing's coming out like shit. But um, yeah, so the point of this podcast is not the drawings. I know a lot of the focus is on this, but it's just it's just about the conversation. He just says that because it's because it's coming out like shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, okay, cool. So you've gone to how many conventions now since you worked there? Uh, uh, framing four or five. Okay, so have you run into any other artist, any artists that you've uh, met in years prior, where you're like, hey, hey remember me, blah, blah, blah. or is it always a new artist that you meet, a new artist that you meet? I don't think they necessarily remember me, because I'm the guy that comes in and works on the machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like some of these artists uh, are, there's one in Vegas, Peter Lick, Peter, that guy, he does he's a photography. Oh sure, and like I mean, his prints sell out, and and they're like yeah, and then they, and like they when I was there the last time working on the machines, they were telling me that they're printing them, and then they're doing they're doing I think they're printing them on metal, and oh, then they're doing a metal frame on them, and they're telling me that they're like back ordered like crazy for those. Oh wow. was so popular because the guy that did some new picture that looked that really popped when it was on metal. Yeah. So, yeah. See that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It's 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 I, I, I haven't personally dealt with that, but it's awesome when hearing about an artist being backward on stuff. Like you I don't know, you, you feel good for them because you know that that's not an easy feat. That's not an easy thing to do. Especially for them. like I mean the facility this guy owns in Vegas is like it's crazy. It's bigger than the company I work at. Oh, it's shit. just for art. Damn. See, that's then, awesome. And then there's one guy. Um, I'm trying to remember his name. I can't remember his name. But he's in. Um, where is he at? There's Peter Lick and this other. Oh, he's in Texas. He used to be in California, but he's in Texas now. Mm-hmm. And he's another photography. I think he also does some painting, though, too. And his company is huge. I've never seen it. It used to be. I think Dell, they think, I think is what they said. It used to be a Dell warehouse, so it's huge. And it's air-conditioned. A warehouse It's air-conditioned. You, you can imagine how fancy this yeah, place is. Yeah, hell yeah. Warehouse air-conditioned? Yeah. That's crazy right there. You know, um, have you seen that show, uh, Comedians and Driving Cars and Coffee, whatever the fuck it's called, with Seinfeld? 
So it's like a it's a show where Seinfeld goes around in like different kinds of cars and picks up uh, comedians, and then he just drives around and they do stuff and they just kind of talk, just not talk about whatever you know. Right. And the very first episode, favorite fucking episode, was Jim Carrey. <laughs> so Jim Carrey, I, I mean, I'm sure you've heard he's, he's an artist. He's an artist as well, and. Um, they were walking around and they were talking and he picked them up from his house. He picked them up from his fucking house. And then he's like, oh, let me give you a quick tour. So he takes them into his fucking house or his studio or whatever. Dude, this fool's living the artist's dream. He's got racks on racks of just paint, like paint tubes. Just racks and racks and racks of paint tubes. So it's like a whole little warehouse. And then on top of the warehouse is his office. So his office is like little office space with all kinds of weird and centered uh, art, little uh, furniture and shit like that. And um, I was just thinking, man, this fool's got all the supplies and all kinds of shit. Anytime he feels creative, he doesn't have the restriction of, oh shit, I don't have the money to buy the supplies right now. Like he just fucking creates whatever the fuck he wants, whenever the fuck he wants. He came out when he saw Seinfeld. His clothes and shoes were covered, covered in paint. In paint, like that was his work clothes, you know. <laughs> and I was thinking, man, this guy's fucking, this guy's awesome. It, you know, I always liked uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. His studio is you know, something to be extremely jealous of. That's for sure. If uh, you like to paint. Yeah, of course, dude. Even if you don't, just the space, you know. It's fucking awesome. I don't know. See, I, I would feel differently. If I had that much space, I feel like I'd have to fill it up. <laughs> what, um, all right, let's, let's talk about that. What would you add in, in let's say you have like a, like a warehouse, like a warehouse where you can just fucking rob your dick kind of shit and you can just add all kinds of, wherever the fuck you want. What, what would you definitely need to have? Obviously, you're not going to cover every inch of it as well. Now, but what, what would be the one thing for sure you gotta have on there? That's I mean, I, I don't really do colors. I've never really learned how to use colors very well, so. No, I've always no, been no. paper and pencil, so. No, I mean, what would you add? What would you have in your warehouse? I mean, it doesn't have to be an art warehouse. What would you have in your warehouse? Like gadgets or fucking a trampoline or fucking jumper? All the toys that my parents never bought me. Right. Okay. Your dad had a lot of fucking toys. Remember when your dad had a lot of toys? Yeah, but I'm talking about like all the old school shit. My my sister friend, you know, having a, uh, her, their, her brother, well, their aunt, I believe, worked for uh, whoever it was Bandai or Savant or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, and so he had like every single Power Ranger toy, like right when it came out. Shit. And he had like like all the deluxe Megazord and all that stuff. And my parents were like, oh, it's too hard to find. I never got it, you know. Oh, yeah, and then back then, you couldn't order shit on the internet. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, it's kind of funny, actually, because I've been going back and buying all those. Yeah, I remember when you bought that fucking, that Green Ranger fucking yeah. flute? It was like a 200 limited edition, 14K gold fucking flute. And you drop that money, you're like, fuck it, I got it. Mm-hmm. This is what I worked you for. It's funny because <laughs> I went with uh, my friend. We went over to the, the one place, Frankenstein's. Yeah. And uh, and they had a 
because he's he's super into Voltron. That's what he grew up on was Voltron. Oh, is, is he older than you? He's a bit older. He's a couple years older. He's yeah, four years older. Than me. Okay, and uh, he grew up on Voltron. Yeah, and uh, and we got there, and we, I was looking for a specific comic, and and he was just looking around because he likes to look at that stuff, and he saw Voltron up top, and he was like, because it had a it had foreign writing on it. And he, he comes over and he's like, oh, it's so funny. Look at that Voltron up there. It's a cheapy version, you know, like a China version or something. And I looked up at it and I was like, dude, that's not the China version. That's the high quality version. He's like, what are you talking about? It's like they released this series called The Soul of Chogokin. And it's like die cast, made for adults. It's not intended for kids. It's super high quality, you know. And so he's like, really? And I was like, yeah, let's go in and ask. So we go in and we ask. Um, Hey, how much is that Voltron up there? And the 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 guy says, "Oh, it's eight hundred and fifty dollars." How how big was it? How big? Was it? Uh, he didn't put it together. He he did he didn't. Oh, buy so it. they were separate. He didn't buy it from there. He bought it on eBay. He found it and he got it for a really good deal, actually. But I think the whole thing is like fourteen inches, 12, 14 inches somewhere. Right but it's it's the five separate lions. They're all opposable, you know. You can pose them, yeah, and and then you they can put it together and make Voltron. And it's not like cheapy plastic. It's no, like fucking... it's die cast. Yeah. Like and so, and he had never heard of this series, you know. So I, after he told, I told him about it, he bought that Voltron, and then uh, he went and he found the Mega Megazord from Power Ranger. Oh shit! The and then when he one? found out about the Megazord, I told I had in passing told him, yeah, the one I had always wanted. I mean, I like the Megazord, but the one I had always wanted was the Dragon Zord. And so he showed me, oh yeah, the Dragon Zord's out too. And he showed me. So I was like, damn it. So I ended up buying the damn Dragon Zord. And then since I had the Dragon Zord, I went and bought the Megazord. <laughs> Might but, as well, right? But he got the original colored Megazord, which is like way more expensive. Uh, I got the black version, which oh. was, I, it was it was confusing because that was a limited edition version, I guess. Why would it be cheaper? But yeah, it was cheaper. You know, the guy that I bought it off of only wanted like $10 over sticker price. I was like, okay, take it. You know, I want the thing. Yeah. So I ended up getting both the Dragonzord and the Megazord, oh, and he's yeah. got the Voltron and the Megazord. The and he's thinking about getting the Dragonzord, and then next year the Titanus comes out. So Titanus. like I'm gonna buy the Titanus, the big white Tyrannosaurus. Oh shit! That oh, they, they would get yeah, inside yeah, of. Yeah, 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 I remember. And so I, I figured when that comes out, I'll have the whole thing, and I'll just I'll display it yeah, and all put yeah. together. That's the plan. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good that's a good choice. Like, buy, I mean, you have a fucking warehouse. I mean, if you're gonna have space for any, you know, any toys or any fucking displays or any fucking like figure, like, um, what do you what do you call them? What's the specific word for um, the displays? The display versions, not like uh, we call them. They're not action figures. You don't play with them, right? Mm. I mean, I guess we could. <laughs> I mean, I don't play with them, but like, I I, I, I kid you not, like. Seems like almost every day I put them in a different pose. That's pretty tight. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like sometimes I got the Dragonzord combined with the, the couple of them, or I've got the Megazord posing differently with the sword like resting on each other. It's pretty cool how much you can do with it. Like I said, like every day if I'm sitting on my computer, I look over at it and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna change the, the pose. Yeah, it's time, man. There's, uh, there's this artist I follow. 
his I forget his name, but he's like an oil painter or whatever, and he's always painting on like all kinds of different uh, like cartoons from like when I was growing up. So he's got like a bunch of different Power Rangers and stuff like that. But the oil paintings are fucking sick. They look like um, kind of like picture quality, but they still have that that oil painting aesthetic to it, where it's like big thick brushstrokes and stuff like that. But yeah. His shit, his shit's awesome. His shit's awesome. And I was like, I, I, I'm pretty sure I told you before that I was like, man, all, all these toys would be perfect for like a posing your own reference pictures. You know, if you ever want to draw and stuff, you, you pose your, you know, your toy how you want it and get your different camera angles. And there's no way you're ever gonna find a reference online that's gonna have it that specific. Yeah. Or where you, you can put toys in. Or like characters that aren't meant to ever be together, and the only way you're gonna get them together is to Photoshop it, find pictures that are the specific poses you want, and then Photoshop them together. Or you have the badass fucking detailed toys, yeah. pose them together, you put some lighting, and then you 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 create your own reference pictures for your drawings. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like I. I remember, I think it was last year, I think it was last year, remember we were trying to, uh, I wanted to do like a sculpting, sculpting, yeah, I wanted to do sculpting, well it definitely wasn't last year, it was old, it was the first, uh, yeah, um, time ago, that was not, <laughs> very short lived, how difficult that was, yeah dude, that shit was hard, that shit, I still have the stuff to do it, but that, that's, sculpting is very, very hard, yeah, I think that's yeah, at least like keep the basics, you yeah. know, the fundamentals. Then you can like there's gotta be a, a good way to start on that. Yeah, there's gotta be, man. There's gotta be. But um, oh no, no, I was talking about like you had bought this badass ace toy. Oh, it was yeah. a badass ace toy, and that's when I first fucking got the idea. I was like, man, that toy is so badass. I bet you can like get a badass picture of it for a reference. Yeah. You know. Have you been uh, keeping up with uh, One Piece? On and off. On and off. Uh, are they back, like on track, or no, they're not? Because uh, you know how they have like the time, that little in between arcs. The last, the last interesting quote unquote fight he had. Like they had to make her a cake or something like that, and I was a little like, "What? How are you gonna have to deal with someone by making them a cake?" So, oh, was that the one where you fought that mochi mochi guy? Or yeah, that was a cool fight. Yeah, I heard that was a fucking badass fight. Yeah, that's what I heard. I haven't actually seen it or read about it, but I heard the fight itself was like really good. Um, I I don't know if it was you or somebody that told me that it kind of sucks the way he won or the way it ended. So he didn't really beat them, beat them, right? Didn't they just die? The guy kind of like admit defeat. Did Did he really get defeated though? I would say so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember watching. I remember watching. I remember seeing uh, pictures of like his attacks, and it was like Luffy's attacks times ten or whatever. Yeah. Like, like he knew how to use like his his uh, that one for really well and it was like mirroring Luffy or yeah. he, no what didn't he tell like Luffy it was like you're wasting mirror. fucking yeah. sh you're wasting this stuff like, well 
remember what he was talking about. It's like that little Gatling punches shit he does. Yeah. The other guy does it like way more effectively, yeah. or he doesn't do that. What, what was it doing that thing? It, it was like everything Luffy did, he was way more effective with it. Yeah. And I mean, it, I don't know, it was definitely cool, but I mean, like towards the end of the fight, you know, it was just like. Was it a stamina thing? No matter thing? what he did, he, he, he couldn't affect Luffy. Luffy was like realms above him at that point. And that's how I took it. I thought that was oh, cool. so it was a stamina thing. Kind of, not so much stamina. It was just like endurance, endurance. Sorry, like uh, like I don't know if you've ever read or watched Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, I watched Tokyo Ghoul, but I'm not sure that to the extent. But you're probably not watching the current season. Oh, oh definitely not. Yeah, so like like in the current season, he's fighting uh, the dude that's like considered the strongest, or he's actually just fought him, and. Uh, and like the guy towards the end of the fight, the guy is just like, he's like, you're not gonna kill me. He's like, no. He's like, I don't know what to do. I've never been in this situation where I've run out of options. Oh shit! The main guy, the bad guy. The bad guy. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess he's the bad guy. He he couldn't do anything to the main guy. He was like out of options. Nothing he did worked. But the main guy didn't want to kill him. He felt like a sense of camaraderie with him, I guess. But it was like he didn't want to kill him, you know. Yeah. And, and it was just like he ran out of options. There was literally nothing he could do to win. And that's kind of how I took it with the, the Mochi Mochi guy. Where he kind of ran out of options. Yeah. And then uh, one thing I did think was interesting was the, the guy, Sakurai or whatever, the guy that made or whatever, the Okichi, whatever. That guy, he, um, he, uh, he said that it's 80% through the series now. One Piece? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I was like, wow, that seems like kind of a jump, because I remember it seemed like a year or so ago he said there was plenty of story to tell. And now they're all 80% through. Do you, do you think he's getting pressured to end it? Or maybe maybe the audience is kind of getting tired or stepping away from it a little bit? I, I enjoy the story when there's like significant things happening yeah, yeah but when he's got all the little side arcs i mean it's been going on for so long that it's just like dude those oh, wow. that's like when i stop reading you know I'm like okay there's a major fight coming up i'll start reading again but oh they're sailing over here and they're gonna help a, a donkey find his way to the top of the island it's like i don't really care about that yeah. you know? oh spoilers I forgot to say spoiler. That was made up. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We should have said spoiler before we started talking about how uh, much you watched the Yeah, I didn't even say how he won, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, No, definitely. That's why I kind of stopped watching One Piece a little bit, was because of the fucking arcs. The the arcs that did nothing to push the major story. Yeah. Like, the mermaid arc was, I felt, pointless to me, yeah. but it, I, I didn't watch it, so I don't know if it had specific stuff that pushed the overall story forward, but, yeah, I was over the mermaid arc. Yeah, as a whole, I mean, it's just, whenever they do those, those little arcs now, it's just, it's uninteresting to me. I think, okay, dude, it's, how long has it been? 20 years? 20 something years? It's been a while. I don't know it's been a lot. How long it's been, but it's been a while. I mean, it definitely was around 2000, right? So. I mean, it's outlasted Naruto, it's outlasted Bleach, it's outlasted, yeah. it's outlasted quite a bit. So, like, dude, like, don't push it along. 
Yeah, don't push your luck. I mean, your story is really good, but yeah. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna kill it for everybody. If you keep doing those arts, you're gonna yeah, definitely. You killed it for me, and I'm I'm not saying I'm a diehard fan because I haven't kept up, but I think I'm a fan that really loves it, and it's gonna be really hard for it to be ruined for me. You know, like if something says the guy to stop watching. Yeah, I stopped watching it, but it, had, it hasn't been ruined, you know? It hasn't been ruined. Whereas, like, I hate to say this, and some people are going to be like, what? This, you know? I think Attack on Titan was kind of ruined for me. Spoilers, uh, everybody told me, like, the whole reason that they're there or whatever, or, like, the, the little secret stuff. Yeah. That ruined it for me. Like, I can't watch it anymore. Like, I can probably watch it just for the action, but story-wise, I'm over it. Like I wish they would have made it a lot more interesting. I think the way they, they like, I can't even read it anymore. I find it. I don't know. I, I'm it's not. not it's not as interesting, anymore. right? Yeah. Like it lost all its appeal. Like its appeal had a lot to do with the mystery of it or the unknown part of it. And then when you find that out, it it, it just stops being cool. The whole back, even the backstory stops being cool. I'm not gonna lie. I wonder how many. Uh, Potential fans you're gonna lose for all bashing on all the animes they like, right? Well, the good thing is I don't have any fans, <laughs> so I can't. There's nothing for me to lose. But um, yeah, dude, like Attack on Titan was kind of ruined for me. Actually, really ruined for me. I, I really enjoyed the music. I really like me. Oh well, I mean, you didn't create the story. <laughs> I'm, you saved, me, you saved me a lot of time. <laughs> I would have been more pissed if I would have spent the time watching. it. Or reading the fucking manga, and I found that out, I would have been way more fucking pissed. But since you kind of told me kind of where it was, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna waste my time. I'm gonna go over it. It, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, I feel One Piece could, could do that. At least hope it. They don't do that. I hope they don't ruin it. Cause I mean, what's so mysterious about it? Like, the dad hasn't really come around. Shanks still really hasn't played a big role, right? Right. Shanks, uh, Luffy's dad, what else? Well, I feel like I remember one of the last chapters I read, they they showed Shanks like he was going to become a prominent character for something. So okay, that's awesome. See, see, but that, that, that kind of makes me want to watch it. Because I think Shanks was, is one of those characters where you kind of, like, follow, like, you really like. Yeah. But it's very minimal that they show up. It's kind of like um, when you're playing Mega Man X and you see Zero, and you're like, whoa, that fool looks cool, but he doesn't really show up. Except to die. Except to like, fucking die. You know? And it's like, what the fuck? You know? The whole, the whole time you're playing the game, you're like, fuck, I want to see if I can play with that character. I want to see more about that character. And then they just and then show he dies. Oh, here's my buster. But, like, you've got stupid. Yeah, see, like that. Where it's like, you know, you, you kind of like him a lot because he had a lot to do with you know Luffy and all that and he just looked pretty fucking cool and every little time like they show him they show him as a fucking badass it's like oh shit what can you do with one arm <laughs> you know it's like mysterious that everybody respects him so much I hope they don't ruin it uh, any um, any other anime you kind of really into or you haven't I know you've been reading a lot of books. And a yeah, lot of uh, you've been reading a lot of Chinese books, right? No, uh, kind of some of them. Some of them, right? Yeah. So he doesn't 
read Chinese. So they're translated, but they're originally from um, Chinese authors, right? As far as I know, unless they're lying. But there, you know, there are a couple of things I've been watching. Like I said, the Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo Ghoul, okay. Is that manga or actual anime? The manga ended. Oh, wow. So is the anime catching up to the manga, or is it like a full battle? Uh, it's catching up. Oh, okay, cool, cool. It's like, it's not, I wouldn't say it's in the last arc, but it's pretty darn close. Oh. So I, I'm sure that we'll do at least one more season, but I wouldn't be surprised if we could get two or three more seasons out of it, you know? So I think it could be uh, sometimes going to go there. Uh, and then there's this one I've been watching, I'm sure a lot of people have, is uh, uh, Hero Reincarnated as a Slime. Reincarnated as a Slime. No, I have not heard of that. What is that about? Uh, Spoiler, we haven't seen it. His die, de- dies, like right at the beginning of the show, uh, protecting like his coworker and the coworkers. And then his girlfriend or his wife. But he dies protecting them, he gets stabbed. Uh, so, like a monkey. Yeah, basically, yeah. And so then, uh, Batman origin? <laughs> and, well, and when he dies, he's like, oh, you know, he's complaining about different things and pain and how cold it is and stuff. And so, this voice of the world. Um, starts announcing all oh, he's acquired heat resistance, he's acquired cold resistance, he's acquired pain nullification, all these things. Mm-hmm. And then he the wakes character? up and he's a slime, like in a, a fantasy world. <laughs> and uh, and like he's running around this cave and he's finding that he can absorb plants and precious gems and all this crap. And it just stores into like some kind of internal storage that he is. Apparently manifested. So he's a, he's but like he's a, a slime, slime, a little like, like a little slime, slug? a little ball. Oh, so like a ditto looking thing. Yeah, basically. Oh wow. Okay. And um, and he's like just running around this cave that he's reincarnated inside of, and he comes across a dragon, and the dragon's like been trapped there for a long time, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and so the dragon's happy to have something to talk to. And so then the dragon ends up naming him. And, and he names the dragon. And I don't know, because they never really clarify if that's what caused it. But he's, he's like, he's a significantly powerful character. The dragon. The slime. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. But it's a fantasy world, right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's a slime. Slimes are traditionally like the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, of course. And, um, and so he... he the dragon, he, he wants to help the dragon because they become friends. And so he's like, well, I can't break you out of your prison. You know, the dragon's like, well, what can we do? He's like, well, I can analyze your prison from the outside and you can analyze it from the inside. He's like, well, how will we do that? And he's like, well, I can eat your prison and you'll be trapped inside your prison inside my stomach. And so the dragon's like, screw it, let's do it. And so he eats it. <laughs> so it's so like a cage? Yeah, it's a, like a magical prison for him. How big is it? As big as the dragon, it's just a giant sphere. So it's huge. Yeah. Oh shit. And uh and then uh when he leaves the cave, you know, he's gotta fight monsters on the way out mm-hmm. and and he's he's killing them and he's like developing abilities as he's doing it, you know, like a water attack that's like as sharp as a sword and all this stuff. And uh 
and he's becoming a really, really powerful monster. And when he gets out of the cave, finally, he's like, oh yeah, freedom. And, uh, and then he come across, you know, that doesn't happen until way later, but he comes across uh, uh, some goblins, and like they're all terrified because he's emitting an aura and he doesn't realize it. And the aura is like, terrifying to the lower level monster because oh, he's basically like, like the, the boss dragon. of a dungeon oh, <laughs> walking out into okay. the starting fields you know what I mean yeah. so so it had it, it's kind of like a kind of like a role playing thing kind of like a I final know, fantasy type of thing yeah. where it's like where it's like a, outside the fucking cave it's like lower level monsters that are just like roaming around and shit Kind of, because I mean, there's high level stuff out there too, but it's just that, I mean, yeah, they have powers and stuff like that, and everyone's like a difference of hierarchy, although goblins are like the weakest, you know? Yeah, okay. And uh, and so he ends up becoming the leader of the goblins and the, the dire wolves. Oh, shit. And he names them, and when he gives them a name, they evolve, and they all become like the the, the elder of the, the goblins was like an old, decrepit goblin walking around on a cane and after he named him he got like an eight pack and he's like 10 feet tall and he's super buff okay so naming has a lot to do with it yeah does he name him because he's created uh, a friendship with him he's developed a friendship with him or it's just because he decided to name him it was out of laziness because he said how how am I going to address you guys if you don't have names Um, and so he's like so I'm going to give you guys names and they're like yeah, we're gonna get names, and he didn't realize the significance of naming somebody, and so <laughs> he named every single one, and then he ended up passing out for three days to recover his energy. Oh, so it does take energy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, so he ends up, like I say, he passes out for three days, and then he wakes up, and the goblins are like everyone's completely changed. Like the female goblins are like, like he looks at one of them, and he's like, dang, she's hot, you know. <laughs> Staring at her chest and all this stuff. Trying to get some. <laughs> right? And like, Ooh, and like I'm trying to get some. <laughs> he's he like those I don't know, just the way the story goes. Eventually he gets a, a body, like a human body that he uses quite a bit, you know. How does he get the body? Does he go in the body or he absorbs the body? Uh and the person that the body belonged to kind of became his friend and uh and she was like enslaved kind of. Also the female body. Yeah. And uh yeah, but okay, so after he gets her body, after everything happens, he gets her body because I don't want to spoil it. Watch it now. But uh, when he gets her body, it's like it's it's androgynous, so you can't tell if he's male or female. Oh. He's like a really cute looking boy, like boy or but he doesn't have any of the sexual organs. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like a, a monkey lion kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. And so, uh, but I mean, he uses that form a lot, so people like recognize him. And like, as he gets more and more powerful, the the body kind of ages also. So like, like towards the end of the series, you know, he looks like a sixteen year old kid, as opposed to the beginning, he looked like a 10, 12 year old kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Okay. And it's called uh, reincarnated as uh, a snipe. I think it's the actual title. Like that time I got reincarnated as a snipe. Oh, okay. And this like is a relatively new? series that I haven't read. No, it actually came out in like 2012 or 2013, I think, the book series. The book? Oh. Yeah, the anime is new, though. It's apparently going to be 24 episodes. I'm looking forward to that because I mean, it's, I love when it's entertaining. Yeah. It's like, I 
like just the stuff this guy comes up with is like eventually he becomes in charge of like ogres and goblins and the wolves and then he like I mean because he's he's came from you know our modern world and he's, he, he's in this fantasy world and uh, so like he, he he applies a lot of things that he can you know so like eventually they build a city and it's like modern buildings and all this stuff so all the other cities around them are like kind of jealous of how how improved they are you know the yeah. ancient civilizations and wars and everything but at the same time him he and then his subordinates become so powerful that people don't want to mess with him either you know what oh, I mean? okay. a couple people try and, and it doesn't work out very well for them <laughs> It's crazy, man. That's a um, that's a unique uh, storyline, you know. Yeah, it's really good. I, I remember when I first saw like the title. Like, that doesn't sound interesting at all. Who wants to see a guy revive with this line? But then I was reading more and more about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, he goes on to do this and this and that." Well, that sounds a little bit more interesting. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what about Overlord? Did you ever watch or read that one? Overlord? No, no, no. no actually, I haven't. Is that really cool? Yeah, that was another kind of a guy was logged into an MMO. I think it was a VR MMO, and uh, and he was logged in on the day that the game was going to be shut down, and he stayed logged in. He fell asleep while the game was shut down, and then when he woke up, he was still in the game. Oh shit! And, but it had like become a reality. His reality. Transported, or what they have, at least in the anime, they haven't clarified, and I never read the book. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, he's like he's super OP in this dimension, you know. And there's three seasons, the third season just ended, and in the third season, he kind of like has a war, and uh, he wants to demonstrate his power, I guess, is the best way to say it. So he decides to cast a magic spell against the enemy army. And his one spell kills seventy thousand soldiers. <laughs> so you can imagine how the other armies felt about that. Yeah. You know? yeah. And you realize he was as strong as that. Yeah. Um, is that um, like the characters in some, like medieval time? That Overlord one. Kind or, of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like the technology they have, but they're also magic. You know? Yeah. But of course, he's like the cream of the crop, and there it's. I mean, I guess it's not funny. It was sad because he like he slaughtered a bunch of humans that, that broke into his palace. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And some of them, like, I, I I felt bad for. Him, but like there was this one girl in particular that she was there. As far as I could tell, that to make money she needed money, and uh, she broke in with her 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 group. Yeah, and her group got was the one group that got sent to actually fight against him in an agreement. And, uh, and he was toying with him. He wore a ring that could hide his magic power so you couldn't sense it. Um, so he was just fighting him physically. And then he said, well, I'm an, originally a mage, so I'm gonna fight you as that. And this girl was like, you're not a mage. I can tell you, you don't have any magic power. He's like, oh, you're a sensor type? And she's like, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. He takes the ring off. And then it's like, <laughs> like you saw Soul Eater, I think, right? Soul Eater, yeah. Remember how the Grim Reaper, his aura, and, Developed the whole yeah. planet. It was basically like I mean, it wasn't that big, but that's yeah. basically the effect that it had. Yeah. And so she and she just started vomiting when she saw his arm. <laughs> it was just too overwhelming. She's like, "He's a monster! It's impossible! There's no way!" So is the main character kind of attacking these people because he believes he's still in the game? 
No, he actually uh, is he like a he's just trying to stake his claim. He doesn't like when they invade his his territory. There are some things he approaches that are a little bit cruel, like he slaughtered the 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 lizard people that were near. But the, I guess it was more of a test. But I mean, just it seemed like kind of cruel. He ended up reviving. I think it looks like by now he's revived all of them. Um, but I don't know. Like well, part of it too is like like the NPCs that serve him in his guild. They they also they still serve them. And like I guess I don't know if his guild like created a bad image for themselves or what. But like these these NPC characters that they're like his servants and stuff. They like they live for his death and destruction. So any chance they get, they want to slaughter and stuff like that. Not all of them, but most of them, you know. Shit. And so I think that he like to maintain his persona. Is, he has to kind of. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what was I gonna say? Do you remember uh, Digimon? Remember that Digimon where they would go into the computers? The movie? Was no, it was, it was actual scene, you know? Where they would go into the computers and there was like one bad human that would kind of have all the Digimon as like slaves. You remember that? I think it was the second season. With Ken? Yeah. The Digimon Emperor. Yeah, the Digimon Emperor had like a little buddy. Warmon? Yeah, Warmon. And then they would talk like all oh, like, no, Ken, don't do it. Yeah, it's all dorky and shit. It's like, shut up. And then he would, did, did you watch it? Digimon Try? No, no, is that the new one? It's the, the movie series they made. No, it's a sequel to the original. To the first one? Yeah. Oh shit. Do they have the original voice actors? I can't tell. Some of them don't sound the same. But uh, like Ty is the same. Ty so is the same. I was like, ah, oh, Ty is the yeah, same. Yeah, Ty is good. I think Agumon, or if he's not, he sounds damn good. It's, so it's good. Yeah, I, I haven't watched all of it. I watched it in, in here? Subtitle? Oh, okay. But now that it's in English, I need to watch it. I don't know if they've done the last movie though yet, so that's why I, I want to make sure that it's all dubbed before I watch it. Cause I like the dub for that one. Yeah, I like the dub. There's there's a lot of up on that one. Yeah, there's a lot of where the dub is like I don't know. I think it's better, maybe not story wise, but you know, I definitely enjoy it. Like like Full Metal Alchemist, the first one, the dub was awesome. I didn't find I, a I single like the second. You didn't like the second one? I even like the second one. Oh, yeah. Oh, they dubbed the second one? Yeah. I think I only saw a couple of episodes. I've saw the whole season. It's very rare for me personally, for me to not like a dub. There are a couple of them that I was like, Like, did you like Code Geass dub? I was going to say that was the one that I wasn't a huge fan (laughs) of. But that's like one of the few. Usually I I don't mind the dub so much. It's easier not having to read. I can listen to it in passing. Yeah, that, dude, that's the, that, I think that's why I haven't been able to watch anime lately, because I definitely want to do other stuff than just sit there and watch an anime, yeah. and you can't do that with subs. Yeah, that's, that's the problem, is to be able to sit down and put that much time, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I got so many other things that I need to do, so yeah. but uh, yeah, that's why I think I prefer the depth. Even with an annoying voice, I'll still watch it. Oh, do you watch, or did you watch... Uh, is it wrong to pick up a girl in a dungeon? <laughs> no. Oh man, that's a good one. That one's a good one. What's that one about? 
Uh, it's another fantasy thing. Spoiler. And he's a uh, he joins a familia, and he's like the only family member aside from the goddess. And uh, he he wants to become stronger. And like right at the beginning, he gets embarrassed, I guess you could say, and it causes him it causes him to develop these feelings of wanting to get stronger, and it kind of helps his growth. And so then he starts to grow really quick, and he becomes strong abnormally quick and, and, and it's just, I don't know it's a good story it's entertaining it's funny it's funny it's got decent action it's a good story is it pervy? just the title sounds like it do a little pervy it, that's I, I originally <laughs> avoided it because of the title I was like this stuff my friend kept trying to convince me to watch it and I'm like eh. but then uh, and I watched it and it's like it's, I figured oh the whole time it's going to be him trying to pick up girls and done that that's not what it is at all Oh, okay, okay. So the girl's like, it's just one girl. Right? Yeah, it was like, he meets the girl in the dungeon at the beginning and she saved him. And he was like, she's like kind of a star in that world, like she's really popular. And, and he like looks up to her. And so because he looks up to her, his feelings are he wants to get as strong as she is. So that's what causes him to grow. Oh, uh, is, she, is she strong? Yeah, she's strong. Oh, okay. And so it's. It's funny. It's definitely funny. I think that's one of the better parts about it is that it's, it's really a lot of things they do. But then there's, like I said, there's some good action scenes and stuff too. You know, the you've recommended a lot of anime to me. The one I definitely fell totally in love with was that uh, was a part timer. Oh, dude, I fucking love that anime. It, 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 it sucks that. Uh, it sucks that uh, they haven't come up with season two. Yeah, they might they not. Got like fourteen books, so they got plenty of material. Yeah. So I really, I mean, that's one of the few ones where I consider. I'll consider <laughs> was, reading the manga. That was a good but, one. dude. That shit was fucking hilarious. You're <laughs> like, oh, let's try this one. Remember, you came over, and it was another one of those times where I didn't have internet. I'm like, oh, fucking, go watch movies. Like, yeah, dude, have you seen this? And I was like, no. Watch it. Try out like at least one episode. Alright. Tried out like two, three episodes and I was hooked. I was like, dude, me, here's my USB, drop it in there, I wanna finish this shit. I actually I I, I uh actually made uh, Jessica watch it. Yeah, she she was she liked like, it. Yeah, she liked it. Well I don't think we finished it, but she definitely liked it. Yeah, I remember for me you got me into uh Rick and Morty. Oh dude, Rick and Morty's funny. It's funny, one of one of my customers has a really cool poster of Rick and Morty that he had to print for a customer. Oh, and she had a couple extras. You know, I'll bring you by one. I was like, oh, okay, I didn't think he was going to bring it by. He brought it. He, it's nice and framed in there. It's really nice, you know? Dude, <laughs> and awesome. everyone at work keeps asking me to give it to him. I'm like, no, get out of here. This is mine. It's crazy how, 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 how much it blew up. Yeah. Because I think when I told you, it was just like, it, it, it was already season it was two, two seasons. Season two. Yeah, and I, it had I, a lot of hype. I was not already into it by the time season three started. So I watched every. Pickle Rick, come on. Yeah, that shit's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it's cool. And then every time you go back and watch it, it gets funnier because you catch a lot of different shit. Yeah. You catch a lot more shit than you catch the first time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was reading a magazine. It was like a magazine. It was like, it was a magazine while I was at work in the shitter. 
it was like maybe one of those. Uh, oh, Michelle. <laughs> it was one of those, uh, I don't know, Forbes or some, some dumb magazine doing this thing. And they had like a little article about why Rick and Morty is so popular. And it had like little timelines and it had like little reference, yeah. references that it uses. And I didn't realize how many actual pop culture references. No, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, it makes sense. Like a lot of the episodes, I didn't link them directly into pop culture. Like which episode was it? I think it was the one where they actually go back to medieval times and stuff because Marty wants to have its own adventure or whatever. Yeah. And I guess they had a lot of pop culture references in that one. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't associate that. With yeah, that one was a cool episode. Actually, I need to go back and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I bought the third season. I need to go back and buy the first and second. And I like that show a lot. Yeah, so we're getting close to an hour. Um, I'm probably going to stop the podcast. We're definitely going to keep talking. But um, I think this is a good start. Um, let's see how it goes. And uh, definitely would like to have you here again. We, uh, I definitely like hearing about anime. And, you know, <laughs> We can't, can't spoil it for everybody. We though. can't spoil it for everybody. <laughs> but yeah, I think we had a good conversation. And um, yeah, if you're down, I'm down. I have more views. Um, I'm going to post this uh, 